Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass all right hey welcome to sunday's edition of race day on the rowdy maglite show welcome kyle Hey Rowdy, uh, you know last night we couldn't get we couldn't uh, get it together, but uh, we got it together for Sunday morning, uh, the pre-race show for the Enjoy Illinois 300. Got a lot to talk about. Got an hour, and uh, glad we can make this happen here Sunday morning before the inaugural Cup race at Gateway. So uh, the way it's going to roll today, guys, uh, I'm going to actually try to get another uh, ride around the track today, Kyle. By the time we get off here. Uh, then at, I mean, they've got, Kenny Wallace has got live on Fox today, race day. Kyle, I mean, Gateway, worldwide technology here is really throwing it out here. Today, I mean, people are already crowding up. Which I got here at 7.30 this morning, Kyle. Very few, but I walked back out to the car. A lot of cars here. The midway's getting full. Not many people in the stands yet, but everybody's out on the front stretch or and the back stretch back there with the uh, all the free stuff they got, Kyle. You know, a lot of people like free stuff. Hey, listen, what a concert last night, Kyle. Uh, absolutely great. You know, I had a little bit of hesitation. Thought, well, I might go back over to uh, Tri-City, but I'm glad I went to the concert. Nelly was the, the head actor in and he rocked the house. Yeah, I, I bet Nelly was good. Um, busy weekend um, there. You know, I think it's sold out today, so um, it is. you know, the Enjoy out. Illinois 300. Um, got to have, you know, a three-day race weekend at, at Gateway. A 50-minute practice on Friday. Uh, cup qualifying Saturday morning. And, uh, Chase Briscoe got the pole for the uh, Enjoy to Illinois 300, 32.544 seconds. Um, Austin Sendrick qualified uh, outside pole uh, for Team Penske. Christopher Bell third, Tyler Reddick fourth, Ryan Blaney fifth, Denny Hamlin sixth. Uh, your most recent winner in the Cup Series qualifying sixth. Uh, Joey Logano fastest in practice. The only driver to turn a lap under 32 seconds was seventh. Um, Rowdy, I've heard the talk in the garage saying a lot of that 22 is going the long run. Um, you know, and then you have guys like Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott in row eight, 15th and 16th rolling off from the grid. Um, Hendrick Motorsports didn't really do that great in qualifying. William Byron 24th, Alex Bowman 25th, but I expect them to be up front today. So, uh, long race, 240 laps, 300 miles at Gateway. And, uh, Rowdy, uh, you know, looked like the weather's looking look, looking good today, and um, you've had a very good weekend so far. And all the photos are up on the website as well, so check it out when you can. I, I definitely will, Kyle. Uh, I've just been trying to post stuff this morning too, as you've been doing the same thing. But guys, in the in the race today, we got listen to this: fifteen Chevrolets, fifteen Fords, and six Toyotas. 
You know, there's uh, little David fighting two Goliaths there. Uh, it's an uphill battle, but if they work together, if Toyota works together, it don't take but three, two or three cars working with each other to take them right up to the top win the race. We already know that Denny Hamlin knows how to get there. Toyota's been in the right place at the right time um, with their victory so far. You know, uh, Denny Hamlin with the with the pit strategy to win Richmond, uh, Kyle Busch winning the Bristol Dirt Race, and then Denny Hamlin getting his first Coca-Cola 600 wins. So, um, you know, we get to see the next-gen car, see how that's going to perform today. And uh, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, uh, the Enjoy Illinois 300, uh, the inaugural visit for the NASCAR Cup Series at Gateway. And, uh, yeah, the uh, the truck race yesterday uh, came down to a, a final restart. Uh, Christian Eckes didn't get going on the restart. Corey Heim got the lead and basically uh, was able to hold off on from there. So uh, second career win for Corey Heim and uh, second win in the 51 truck as well this year for Corey Heim. Uh, his first win actually been in both of his wins, Rowdy, Atlanta and also uh, Gateway. So um, two wins so far for that team. And, uh, you know, you had some good comebacks. Uh, Chandler Smith, after getting into an, uh, an incident with uh, Grant Enfinger at one point in the race. And uh, bad day for uh, John Hunter Nemechek, uh, you know, probably one of the favorites to win the race. Uh, got caught up in a multi-truck accident and ended his day. So, uh, really, it was just, a, you know, a, an interesting Toyota 200 yesterday. Uh, just a lot going on. And uh, Corey Heim comes out uh, as the winner. Um, they have Knoxville next weekend. Uh, that's the next truck race on the schedule, and they go to Nashville. So uh, those are kind of the next couple of truck races coming up. Uh, so it uh, wasn't the only series going on, Rowdy. Um, also, you know, Portland uh, we could talk about as well. Um, they had a busy day with the NASCAR Xfinity Series and also the Arkham Menards Series West racing there last night. Um, that kind of ended almost at 10 o'clock Eastern last night. MRN went off the air at 9.55 Eastern. So, uh, yeah, I have a lot of audio lo- loaded up, Rowdy. I don't know if you want to play anything yet, but uh definitely have a lot of stuff we, we can choose from. And uh, it's good to have all these, these audio clips, you know, we can play um, from the winners. And, um, yeah, a lot of good stuff going on. And it seems like it's been a pretty good weekend for you so far at Gateway. Yes, it has. Corey Himes bringing it in. Uh, congratulations, Corey, KBM Motorsports, man. I'm telling you, uh, Kyle, that whole group was freaking bad. They were fast, Kyle. Yeah, they were rowdy. The 51 truck's always been fast. Doesn't matter if Kyle's in it or not. Uh, Corey Himes in the 51 for most of the year. And he'll be, I know when we go to Pocono, he'll be in the 51 truck as well. So uh, don't, don't, uh, look, you don't want to count out him at Pocono. Um, he's the defending art winner of the ARCA race there. And also, um, I, you know, I, I know Kyle Bush will be running back, uh, returning to the 51 at Sonoma. Uh, he'll be running that. Todd Bodine will be back. Um, this is the first time the NASCAR Camp Full Truck Series will be back at Sonoma since 1998. Um, you know, typically a, a, a race ran in October on a standalone weekend. Uh, Boris said was the last one to win there, the truck series race in 1998. His only truck win. So, uh, 
Yeah, we get to see the Arkham Menard Series West again with Sonoma. Uh, Rowdy, we got a lot of guests lined up uh, this upcoming week. We got a uh, well. So far, we have Vince Little from the Arca West Series. He'll be on 7:45 Eastern, 6:45 Central uh, Monday night, and uh, then on uh, on Thursday night we'll have uh, Scott Heckert talk about the NASCAR Xfinity Series race of Portland, how that went down, and uh, that'll be at 7 Eastern, 6 Central on Thursday night. Uh, Rowdy, right now I'm looking to uh, hopefully get to a race next weekend. I'm hoping to get to Port Royal Saturday, uh, 410 sprint cars and also the past 305 sprint cars running twin 20s. So uh, hopefully maybe getting to that one. Honestly, I could use a tune-up for the World Outlaws show next month, so I think I think Port Royal might be the destination to go to, pay them a visit and uh, see what's going on. Well, Kyle, I'm looking forward to hearing that you're back to the track. I kind of feel bad you're not here with me or at a track to be part of what's going on. Uh, uh, but that will come also, you know. Alrighty, I, I know we have a lot planned already for Pocono. Uh, trip to Port Royal for the World of Outlaws, a trip to Williams Grove for the World of Outlaws. Uh, I'm going to try and get you out to where I can. Um, might have just had something open up on my schedule for Sunday, so that that might have just actually worked out. So, um, yeah, um, and I know we, you know, with the Pocono weekend, we'll have a ARCA practice and qualifying, and also NASCAR Camp World Truck Series practice and qualifying, along with the General Tire delivers 200 at Pocono Raceway at 6:30 p.m. Central or Eastern on FS1 on on Friday, July 22nd. So. Uh, I know we still got some races coming up. Next up for ARCA, we got a you know Iowa Speedway on Saturday, June 11th, a combination race with the East and the West Series. Uh, Brandon Jones will be back in that one for Joe Gibbs Racing. It's actually an off weekend for the NASCAR Xfinity Series. The Xfinity Series doesn't run until uh, Nashville. That's their next race, uh, a 250-mile race there. Uh, that'll be next up for the NASCAR Xfinity Series and then uh, Cup Series. Uh, we'll be heading to Sonoma uh, in conjunction with the NASCAR Camp World Truck Series and also the Arkham and Ards Series West. So um, I'm expecting a lot of cars for the Arkham and Ards West Series race at Sonoma. I think we'll see some heavy hitters in there again. Um, Chase Briscoe won it last year. No surprise there. Having a cup driver or a cup rookie with a lot of experience and they're getting the job done. So uh, Rowdy, um, Saturday at Portland. Uh, interesting race on the NASCAR Xfinity Series side. Um, the track actually started out wet. It was raining. looked like Ty Gibbs had it in the bag for a while, and then, uh, you know, there was a wreck with Ty Gibbs and uh, Noah Gragson, and that kind of just threw the, turned the race upside down after that. So uh, A.J. Allmendinger, who struggled for most of the race uh, in the rain, actually came back once the track dried up. Uh, past Myatt Snyder late and uh, won the uh, inaugural Xfinity Series race at uh, Portland. So uh, A.J. Allmendinger, another road course win. Uh, Myatt Snyder second for Jordan Anderson Racing. That's their that's their best finish ever for that team. Uh, Austin Hill had a good run, too. Um, he was running up front. He's been a good – I'll tell you what, Rowdy, Austin Hill, other than, other than those, those uh, super speedway races, he runs well in road courses. A second Almondinger at Coda, and a third at Portland. And uh, I think the biggest surprises of the day, well, there's two of them. Josh Berry finished fourth, which I did not expect. 
you know, for him not really being a road course guy. And uh, at the end, J.J. Uh, Yaley getting an eighth-place finish for uh, for MBM Motorsports for Carl Long. Um, good finish for them. They stayed out. The strategy paid off. The track dried up, and the slicks worked out. So um, Scott Heckard actually came home 13th, so I know he'll, he's probably happy about that. That might be actually a, a career best for him. So, uh, yeah. you know, there was a lot of Portland yesterday, Rowdy. I don't know if you want me to play that clip from uh, – A.J. Allmendinger, but I can certainly do that. Yeah, let's do that. I I tell you, A.J. is really, really coming around, man, Uh, you know. He's going to be there today. Exactly. I'm looking forward to seeing him. I'll try to get us a little clip of it. Green, uh, the start was really strange because we had to go to the back uh, just from qualifying yesterday, uh, working on the car. So, you know, they, they require all of us to you know, require us to let all the cars go when nobody would pass. Well, by the time they were growing green, we were halfway, half a lap behind them. So I panicked and tried to catch him and went sailing off through, uh, through turn 10 there. And I thought I destroyed the nose of the car. So I was in the pits before I ever took the green flag and went a lap down. And hell, I think I went off three or four more times. So uh, I'd never imagined all the mistakes I made to be able to get back up front like that. But, you know, that's what, I love about this race team is that Matt Collard and Chris Rice and all the men and women, you know, they, they're always here to pump me up. I'm, uh, I'm super hard on myself and especially these road course races. And I felt like I was just letting us completely down throughout the course of the race. So, um, very frustrated myself. And, uh, you know, once we got back up front there, I, I said it in my mind that with everything that I had done to, to cause us to lose this race, I was going to do everything I could to make sure we won it. And, Got a good restart there. Myatt did a great job. It was a great battle. Um, I knew if I could get in the lead, I could kind of dictate him and, uh, you know, just kind of pray for no more yellows because we weren't really good on the break, so restarts were kind of tough and things like that. So uh, just quite unbelievable, honestly. All right, we'll go ahead and open it up to questions. If you have a question, please raise your hand. Luis Torres, the podium finish. With that in mind, and you mentioned about keeping emotions in check. When it comes to the last couple of resources, when it had those couple cars in front of you, and how vital was it to get in that scenario to avoid the madness that obviously eliminated guys like Lally, Allgaier, and plenty of others from winning? Yeah, I mean, in these conditions, you know, it's hard as, as you're making the mistakes, uh, but you know in your mind that especially when it's that slick, it's easy to make a mistake and you start getting restarts and especially late in the race, uh, everybody starts kind of dive bombing and, and trying to push as hard as they can. So just in my head, I kept trying to think as frustrated as I was getting with myself that, you know, we still have an opportunity, you know, the car wasn't the best, but if we got up front. I got confidence in myself that I can go make it happen when we have to do it. So uh, yeah, I mean, it was just chaos and mistakes started happening. You know, it's always the, the first stage is pretty, pretty easy going, but you get, you start getting, uh, restarts in the second stage and as you get in the third stage and things start happening. So just about trying to keep yourself in it. And a follow up, how neat is it to not only just be the winner in the Grand Prix, but now here, considering just the first time the national level has been in the Northwest in over two decades? Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, that's what was cool under yellow and, and after the race. I mean, the place was packed. It was uh, it was really cool to see. Obviously, we wish we probably had a little better weather for, for all the fans, but 
you know, that's what racing up in the Northwest is, is like. You know, there's always opportunities of rain. So uh, it was cool to see how packed this place was, just trying to get in here of, of how many people are in here. And, you know, Portland's always been a special place to me. I won my first champ car race here 16 years ago. This month on Father's Day, my dad was here today. He was here on Father's Day 16 years ago. So to be able to, um, A, still be a part of motorsports 16 years later, B, to be with a great team like College Racing that allowed me to be who I am and, and know that when I'm pissed off, it's because I care and I'm mad at myself. And uh, to be able to win the first race, you know, there's only one chance to win your first race. Win the first race of a, of a series like this at a place. So, you know, we were able to do that. So just special for a lot of reasons. Where are we golfing? Yeah. St. Louis tomorrow? Yeah. There's a golf course there, but it's raining pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, the so. course is right here. I drove right by it. We could, we'd go play nine before we get on the plane. Joe from Grid Network. Uh, Two-part question. You had the top 10 streak going for the longest time this season. That just snapped. A lot of people have been talking about, especially like Junior Motorsports, Ty Gibbs leaving out Colic. Has this been the statement that Colic is still here, ready to race, and now that you got to win, you're continuing for more wins? And then the second part with the two-week break, how big of a momentum boost is this for everyone to shop, knowing we got two weeks after our win for the next race? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, it, I don't think it makes a statement. You know, I think we know when we come to these road courses that, that you know, we're, we're the car to beat. Uh, I went, you know, even Matt, Matt would tell you, no, Seager, we got a lot of work to do. We, we are not where we want to be. Uh, Junior Motorsports has really stepped up. They're doing a great job. Obviously, you know, Gibbs is always going to be quick. Uh, so, yeah, we, we got work to do. But that's what I love about it. We're not, we don't just sit at home and say, well, this is what we got. Matt put so much effort, so much, you know, financial behind us that allow us to keep searching to go find new things. Even if it doesn't work, you got to go try stuff. Um, it's a big, it's a big deal, you know, when we come to these races that you got to try to take advantage of it. And that's why I was so mad because with yesterday, with what was happening, I can't thank ECR enough, our our engine supplier, because we were having a motor problem and we had no idea what was wrong yesterday. They changed everything on the car and it fixed it. Um, and then with the mistakes I was making, I was like, man, I'm just giving points away when we should be trying to gain it back. Last week, I thought was actually a good week. We made games. We had a fourth and sixth place car. We didn't get that finish. Um, you know, top 10 streak, it was nice to talk about, but I never thought about it. I don't think any of us really did. Um, we know where we need to be. This doesn't solve everything, but it's a win. Matt says trophy hunt, right? He's holding, the, he's holding the trophy, so that's what matters. Thanks, AJ. Uh, Adam Carabine from RacingRefresh.com. Uh, I guess you're not going to have a whole lot of time to celebrate tonight. Uh, what does a win today do for tomorrow's cup race for you? Does that bring some momentum? Makes me want to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. With like, with like 40 to go, I thought, well, maybe Matt won't have me race tomorrow because like, sucks so bad today. He doesn't want me in his car. Um, yeah, I mean, it's completely different, right? I mean, you, we go there tomorrow. I think if you run top 20, that's, that's like a win for us right now. I've never seen the racetrack. I mean, I've seen it, but I've never been there. I've tried to watch everything on TV. Uh, unfortunately, our primary car got damaged. The guys have been fixing it for two days. Uh, you know, Justin Haley, my teammate, he was a truck win there. So I got at least to use the feedback off of what he said. But 
we're, we're struggling in St. Louis as a company right now, it looks like. So just go try to make the best of it. You know, this is always gonna, this was always the important race was, was this one. Tomorrow, we just try to run all the laps. And like I said, you get a top 20 out of it. I think that's, that's a solid day. Hey, the plane's leaving. Let's go. I, I'm working on it, man. Steak's on the plane, baked potato. Hi, AJ. It's Jeff Thirschmead, Portland Tribune. Um, this is the first year of potentially, uh, I guess, Xfinity has an option on two more years. Are, are you looking forward to coming back next year? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it, that's what's tough about it, right? You know there's always going to be a chance for rain. Uh, I've been here in Camp Car when I've had the most beautiful weekends ever, and then you never see the sunlight on a weekend like it rains. So, but I think it's important. We saw the crowd. Uh, it's important to keep these Northwest fans a part of NASCAR. It's, that's what, you know, it's tough to move the schedules around to get to kind of every area in the country, but we definitely lack racing in, in this area. And as we saw by the fan base, they, they, they want NASCAR racing here, especially in the top three tiers. So, uh, you know, there's, there's obviously a lot of contact, a lot of yellow flags with, with the weather, but, uh, you know, it was, it's fun to be here. Uh, Anytime you go to a racetrack, I think for all of us, you go to the racetrack and you see a huge crowd, it's going to be tough to get out of the parking lot. Like, that's, that's a good thing. That's what this industry needs. So, you know, as long as we keep getting big crowds like this, we need to keep coming to places like this. Any additional questions? All right, final question. Ben Schneider, Grid Network. AJ, you mentioned you won here in Jam Car 16 years ago. I'm curious, does the win mean more to you at this stage in your career than it did when you were just starting out in 2006? No, I mean, that win was big because I had, I, the week prior, I didn't have a job. I was fired from my previous team. So I didn't even, I didn't even get hired till Wednesday night when Jerry Forsythe told me to show up to, to uh, Portland the next day. And I met everybody and next thing you know, we're in victory lane. I don't rank, you know, of course, winning at Indy last year, like that's, that's pretty damn special. You know, you went at a place like Bristol, but I think you asked Matt, you asked Chris, and you, for sure myself, you don't rank wins. Like they're hard to get. And I had plenty of time where I never sniffed the trophy for, for several years. So every win is important, especially in this day and age of where I'm at in my life, because you never know when the last one's going to be. Hopefully this isn't it. But, yeah, I mean, it's, every win's big. All right. Congratulations on your win, AJ. Thank you, guys. All right, Kyle. All he does is won't. The win, win, win. Yeah, I forgot he won that champ car race at Portland. I, I forgot all about that. Um, right. You know, that, that's when he had that that streak in the the, the the champ car series that led to his NASCAR career. But uh, yeah, AJ Allmendinger, I think I think I think him running in the NASCAR Xfinity series has kind of re- reinvigorated his career. Um, you know, making the final four last year, and then you know. I, I think what at least what got my attention was that one in Atlanta in 2020. Um, that was one where uh, I, I kind of like surprised me. And then you know he won in Vegas and Bristol, and Michigan, and uh, that team you know has been really good. So uh, I, I think they're going to run the same thing. There's no waiver you have to uh, fill out um, through the track. I guess yeah. you're or whatever. So Almondinger's running the Cup race today. I mean, that's exactly right. what I mean. It's different. Yeah. Sorry, Kyle. I'm trying to get a ride around. 
So, Rowdy, we also have the Ark of West the race coming up. I think it's online on the website. I'm not sure. We got the Arca West race coming up. And, you know, Jake Drew won that one yesterday. Kind of a rain shortened affair with uh with it being uh the Portland one twelve with the rain coming down really hard. Let's see if we can get rowdy again here. There you go, Kyle. Okay, Rowdy, I got I you to... back on. I I was trying to get me a ride around the track here. Okay. So. Did you get one? No well, I've got to sign some kind of waiver. So I'm, I'm working on it, Kyle. So, uh, Kyle, one thing that we hadn't talked about today, well, hey, the, the flyover is going to be a B-1 bomber. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, start time is going to be green flag at 242 is what they're claiming. So how that goes, I don't know. Yeah. A little late, but, uh, you know, it's all right. We'll get the yeah, race in today. And... I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we got a little bit of overcast, but it's breaking off now. So somewhere about 11 o'clock, I think the sun will be out. You can see the clear skies and the horizon. Rowdy, we also have Audi. I have some stuff from Jake Drew. Um, Jake Drew won the Arca West race of Portland yesterday. Um, the weather was a lot worse in that race than the NASCAR Xfinity Series race. Uh, and we actually wound up getting rain shortened uh, to f- 15 laps from the finish, a 42-lap race. Uh, Jake Drew won easily over Connor Mosack, Todd Souza, Daniel Dye, and Takuma Koga. So uh, interesting race there. Um, the weather kind of just kind of got really bad toward the end and forced, NAS- forced the Arkham Menards West Series officials to uh, call it early. But, uh, Rowdy, I mean, for, you know, as much as they got in yesterday, you know, with the, how the weather looked at Portland, um, you know, I, I kind of like those races that, you know, you, you need, you know, you throw the weather in there and, uh, you know, it really, really throws a wild card. So uh, I like that. And uh, I know, I know Bridget Burgess had a good run yesterday too. Um, she finished on the lead lap. Um, I think he was either in sixth or seventh. And, uh, you know, I've I, I, been really glad that these Arco West races have been on, MR, on MRN Rowdy. Um, I get to listen to them, and uh, it's kind of nice. You know, it's nice to have that. And uh, I'm just bringing up the results here. So uh, the top five from yesterday in the Arco West race was Jake Drew, Connor Mosack, Todd Souza, Daniel Dye, who won the pole, Takuma Koga, Tanner Reef, Bridget Burgess was seventh, who's the last corner lead lap, Paul Pedrincelli Jr., Austin Herzog, and Joey East was the uh, last one. Uh, Eric Nascimento, uh, not a, you know, kind of a tough day. I know they had some visibility issues and they, they might have had some problems with some electrical issues. Uh, finishing six laps down in 13th. Vince Little will have him on Monday night. He finished 14th, six laps down, um, but still finished the race. So um, I know a lot, some of these drivers will be also at Sonoma coming up, but uh, I'm going to play this little audio clip from uh, Jake Drew yesterday, winning after the uh, ARCA West race. All right, Kyle. Appreciate it. 
He's got the checker flag in hand. If you weren't wet enough already, they got you taken care of. Jake, congratulations on that one. Take us through the treacherous conditions here tonight. Oh, my gosh. That was the most stressful day in a race car, I think, right there. Um, from practice, we had tons of issues, and uh, luckily all these guys worked super hard on my team to get it fixed up. Um, I tried to throw it all away on the first lap and drove straight off the end. I felt horrible. I did everything I could to keep it out of the wall, and luckily just got it light enough that uh, I didn't give it any damage. And from then on, it was just try to recover and just hang on. It was pretty treacherous out there. The windshield fogging up was tough. I mean, the end of that first half, I couldn't see nothing. I missed the pit, pit box and everything, so just happy to make it through, really, and thanks to all my guys for getting it fixed up so I could do this. Well, let's talk about the little redemption for you from last year. How sweet is this one now? Oh, it's it's the sweetest right now. It's, uh, I can't believe it. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm lost to what to say. I mean, last year was such a heartbreaker, really, and to, to bounce back like this, even in the tough conditions through everything today, we still got it done, so I'm super happy. All right, congratulations. Thank you very much. Jake Drew with the big win on it. The crew all happy and high fives all around here as he jumps out as he gets ready to celebrate here in Victor Lane. Rowdy, his first career win, um, almost won the ARCA West title last year, lost on the last lap of Phoenix to Jesse Love, but uh, Jake Drew finally a winner in the ARCA Menards West Series and, uh, you know, easily winning that race um, with as bad as the conditions we're, get, it was, we're getting in that race at Portland. Um, like I said, uh, kind of surprised with the weather. You know, I knew that was, that was going to be an issue um, with the rain. And, I mean, your weather's been great so far this weekend. Uh, not not the case in Portland. But uh, had some interesting things come out of the weekend in Portland. I, I, I kind of liked it. I liked the NASCAR Xfinity Series being there. And uh, A.J. Allmendinger coming out a winner. Um, forgot to mention, uh, Anthony Alfredo was the pole sitter uh, for the race. Uh, that was his first career pole. So uh, we had a few first career pole sitters this weekend. Rowdy, um, we had Chase Briscoe winning his first pole, his Cup Series pole at Gateway. And then uh, Anthony Alfredo won his first pole at uh, Portland. And if I'm, I'm just looking this up quick. I um, just want to look at this something up, Rowdy, quick. And also Corey Heim won his first career pole. So we had three first career pole sitters this weekend. Um, you know, I like to see uh, qualifying back, you know, to have practice back this weekend. It seemed like it was a more traditional NASCAR weekend at Gateway, um, having the Cup Series practice on Friday, qualifying on Saturday, and also the uh, well, the race uh, today at 3.30 Eastern on FS1. So, um, you know, it's kind of good to have that. I like to see that, you know, to have uh, practice and qualifying back. Um, Rowdy, I know you and I have been talking about this. We've seen a lot of drivers been running lower uh, lower series races um, for more track time. Uh, I've noticed that a lot more. I think with all the shortened practice and not as much as they used to get, um, you know, we've even seen this a lot more often. So I think you know we'll see the case next weekend in Sonoma. Um, not so many double dippers at Portland, but I think that's not going to be the case next weekend at Sonoma. I think we're going to see a lot of drivers in Arca West race. Um, either on the, from the truck side or maybe even the cup side, depending on uh, who enters. So, um, yeah, Jake drew his first win in the Arca West Series for Bob Brincotti. Um, Tanner Reef got his first uh, win a few weeks ago, so they, they both won this season. And uh, Connor Mosack uh, making his uh, Xfinity Series debut for Joe Gibbs Racing. 
um, got caught up in a crash in the NASCAR Xfinity Series race, uh, able to uh, wheel the number 17 Steve McGowan-owned Chevrolet to a second-place finish in the uh, Portland 112, the short, rain short in Portland 112. I'm not sure what his next race will be. I'm not sure if it'll be Iowa or he'll be going to Sonoma as well. So, uh, Rowdy, there's been a lot of news and notes to uh, go over here um, with the ARCA West Series and also uh, the, the Xfinity Series uh, at Portland. I liked it. I watched – I will admit it, Rowdy, I watched every race yesterday. Um, the uh, Watch Cup qualifying, the uh, the truck race at Gateway, the Xfinity race at Portland, and like I said, thanks to Motor Racing Network uh, for doing the ARCA West race yesterday as well. So, busy Saturday of racing. And we also we can't forget about the IndyCar uh, Grand Prix at Detroit. Uh, they're doubleheader this weekend as well. So a lot of racing going on, Rowdy. I love it. Um, you know, been busy here in Pennsylvania as well. Uh, Danny Dietrich winning Friday night at Williams Grove and then backing it up with the win and the Steve Smith Memorial last night at Lincoln, $19,000 to win with 47 sprint cars. So that's kind of what's been going on in, in here in the area and in the state. So uh, hoping to get back to the racetrack here soon, Rowdy, and uh, – Glad you're at Gateway. Rowdy, are you there? I am, Kyle. Uh, I was just talking about today on the uh, stage, you got Denny Wallace, Mike Wallace, John Roberts, and then Jerry with Vimeo People. Really good show today, Kyle. I, I, I'm watching it on the big screen here on, on uh, Pit Road. It's like they're old days right from now. race day. They're live right now, race day. Yeah, Rowdy, it's it's been nice to see race day back at the racetrack. Um, forgot to mention that. Um, well, it's been good you know, to see that. Denny Wallace. Yeah. They're trying to bring, I think they're trying to bring it back. They killed it. They hit something really great, and they killed it. So I think they kind of wake it up. Oh, they got a big crowd out there. It's on the on the uh, outside the track on the front stretch. It looks like race yeah, really? until two o'clock Eastern rowdy unless they're taping it. Well, that may be taped. I don't but know. I mean, they, it's they got, live. It, 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 it's good. It's good. Unless they're so, doing uh, something else with it. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it's been nice to see race day actually back at the racetrack. That's that's how it should be, Rowdy. That's that's how it used to be. And there's, I mean, if you see the crowd that's out there now, I got to talk to John Roberts yesterday, him and his wife, and met his wife uh, right before the concert. I hadn't seen John Roberts probably in five years. I think the last time I've seen John Roberts was in 2011, Kyle. If, if I might have been doing race days, so. that was at Stick Homestead, with the fifth, you know. Yep, that was that was at Homestead when they told me they'd seen my sign thousands of times, and that was enough. <laughs> and they yeah. were all Stick unemployed, with the fifth, right, did, Rowdy? You know, Kyle. Hey, they were all un- unemployed at that moment, but they didn't realize it till they got back. They laid off a bunch of people. Yeah. Heather LeBeau, yeah, I think Heather the, here. Yeah, stick with and, the Biff right? Hey, exactly. So Parker Kligerman's back in the show, right, Kyle? 
Yeah, he's driving the, the Rick Ware car. Yeah, we should try and get him on. Listen, his car, you know, caught on fire Friday. He would, he would, that car, Friday, he would, he would come on too. Yeah, I think uh, he, he, you know, that car, a lot of ARCA ties. So they must have had a backup because uh, that car is still sitting out there with a lot of parts missing off of it. So they have him a car, and he's in the race. So, Kyle, you got any more soundtracks? Or? Yeah, I got a lot Corey of stuff Heim? around I have, uh, I have get... Corey Heim, Gateway, Truck Win, and I also have Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch from Gateway. Probably play Corey okay. Heim, well, right? Yeah, let's let's do that. And, uh, I have, Corey... and I also have the Chase Briscoe Gateway pull. We could play that, too. Okay. Okay. All right, let's start with Corey first. We're joined by today's race winner. If you could tell us a little about the uh, about today's race. Yeah, I mean it was a it was a very easygoing race for us today in the Toyota 200, and um, we we qualified on the pole grid effort there for us at Cowbush Motorsports, and uh, really just maintained a really clean race all day. I feel like one of my uh, issues throughout the year has been really just running up front, and then something kind of going wrong on my end, and it, it cost me in the long run. So. Uh, my mindset today was really just to try to stay up front and stay out of trouble and kind of get myself in position at the end there, and that's exactly how it played out. So I can't thank those guys at Cobblers Motorsports. My uh, JBL Tundra TOD Pro was phenomenal today. Great. Well, we'll, uh, we'll open it up for questions. Start right here in the front. Con Steve Connolly, the podium finish. Um, Corey, talk me through that uh, last restart because, I mean, your truck looked good all day, but on that final restart, it just looked like you had an extra gear and just shot to the front and pulled away. Was it the clean air that you really needed? 100%. I feel like the track was um, a little bit one-dimensional in that, in that factor as far as, you know, aero is, is, is pretty much everything. And I saw a lot of pit strategy throughout the day that led to some cars or trucks being up front and their speed maybe not been, you know, great, but they kind of, you know, played some pit strategy with it and kind of got up front when they needed it. So um, we never really messed around with that too much, and I think it really worked out for us. But um, on, the, on the last restart there, I felt like it was definitely a gift to get the bottom right there and my teammate being right behind me. Uh, Chandler's been a phenomenal push all, pusher all year. You know, he kind of helped me win that race at Atlanta earlier this year as well. So, um, you know, can't thank him enough for that push. And uh, we raced it out to the end right there. Go over to Lee. Hey, Corey. When we talked to you at the Toyota R&D Center, um, you said you had to make the most of your opportunity since you were running a limited schedule. Is there any better way to do that than to win? Uh, no, not at all. You know, pulling a win is, you can't really ask for much more there. Um, definitely got to make the most of every opportunity considering, you know, I have 16 starts this year and um, each and every one counts compared to someone who's running full-time. Of course, I get the majority stake of the schedule and I feel like that's um, definitely a blessing, but at the same time, you know, it's a limited schedule and I got to make the most of every opportunity. We'll go to Reed. I'll Reed Spencer with the NASCAR Wire. Were you surprised that you got the front row for that final restart? 
Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, I thought the 19, you know, as, as uh, aggressive as he is in, in past races and for how much, um, you know, he needs a win right now, I felt like he was going to take the front row on the bottom if, if the 98 went to the top, in which he did. But uh, he left it wide open, and I had no hesitation whatsoever to go to the bottom, and um, it was on from there. Any additional questions? Well, Corey, congratulations on the day. We'll see you next week. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Oh, Bob, behind you. Fox Sports. Um, on Ekis' radio, they said, well, the KBM guys all work together and, uh, and our guys don't, uh, which <laughs> I'm not sure, like, how well do you feel you all work together at KBM? Because it seems like that there's also been a little bit of friction there. And can you also explain, you know, what do you have any idea if you're going to get help from a teammate at that point? Yeah, I feel like KBM's got a great chemistry between all three teammates on a weekly basis. Um, whether it's a super speedway, a short track, a road course, it doesn't really matter to us. We all try to work together and try to be there at the end. And, um, you know, week in and out, it really proves to be the, the difference sometimes on those late race restarts. And the 18 really gave me a great push there and got me out front when it mattered. So, um, yeah, you know, all my concerns at KBM, and I feel like um, I've definitely – had some opportunities here and there that have helped me out more than I've helped them, but I haven't really got the opportunity to help them too much to this point this year with my limited schedule. So, um, you know, looking forward to hopefully building that chemistry even more. Any final questions? Okay. Thank you, Corey. Thank you. All right, Rowdy, we had our Truck Series winner, Corey Heim, second career truck win uh, for Cobbler Motorsports. Uh, won from the pole, uh, got a good restart there at the end, and uh, you were there live to see it. Uh, you know, two wins, uh, that, that, that's kind of expected for KBM. Cause, uh, Corey's pretty decent wheel man, Kyle, so I'm not, that don't surprise me at all. Uh, actually, uh, I don't know if Corey mentioned it, but he's got 16 races with KBM this year. And he said there may be something filled in there, but I think a lot of it kind of works against uh, the Arca Menard series. They have commitments there, too. Yeah, Rowdy, he'll be driving a few more events. Uh, I know, I, I, think he's, I think he's scheduled a Michigan and the other Kansas race, so... Um, I think that's the rest of his, his ARCA races. Um, he just ran Charlotte, uh, finished second to uh, Brandon Jones. So uh, Corey Heim has been, you know, been running up front. Um, you know, he's been running this year some races. And uh, like I said, splitting the number 20 with Jesse Love. Um, that's been a, been a big one. So um, been up front. You know, it doesn't matter what race he's been in. He's been up front, Rowdy. Uh, you know, especially with Venerating Motorsports uh, dominating Daytona, um, coming up close to Talladega, um, Kansas looking good up until the accident, and then second to Brandon Jones at uh, at, at Charlotte. So uh, Corey Heim um, looking really good lately, and um, you know I think I think more wins are going to come, um, whether it's in the truck or the ARCA car. Um, I think either are very good. Chances are very good of him getting back to victory lane and adding another win. So um, I can see. Okay, I got some big Corey races going, coming up here. Yeah, I can kind of see Corey maybe 
hopefully he'll get to dip into one or two Xfinity races this year, get him ready for next year. Because I think he's ready for that. It's possible, Rowdy. I mean, you look at somebody like Connor Mosack, um, who did run up front for most of that race um, at, at Portland, the Xfinity Series race. Um, had to deal with Noah Gregson and a few other drivers. Um, just, you know, getting that track time. Um, I mean, Ty Gibbs, like, for a while, looked like he had it in the bag up until uh, restarts that kind of just bunched the field up, and then, you know, it kind of gets crazy after that. So, um, you know, the, I think some of the takeaways yesterday, Rowdy, at least in Portland, was the weather. Um, it seemed like the weather kind of declined for the Arco West race after the Xfinity race. But uh, still um, able to get both events in yesterday. And uh, I like those doubleheaders. You know that. I'm a fan of them. And uh, Yeah, I make that job. Yeah, I like them. And, you know, uh, while, while, while that was going on, uh, we also had cup qualifying. Um, Chase Briscoe was fastest in the first round. And then uh, he backed it up in the second round um, with uh, winning the poll at 32.544 seconds. Uh, Austin Sindrick was second, uh, Christopher Bell third, Tyler Reddick fourth, Ryan Blaney fifth, Denny Hamlin sixth, Joey Logano seventh. Uh, let me get the rest of the top ten up here. Eric Almirola eighth, Harrison Burton uh, with a nice run in ninth, and then uh, yeah, two-time cup winner this year, Ross Chastain in tenth. So, uh, Kyle, you got the sound for uh, Chase Briscoe on the pole. Why don't we listen to that? I do, Rowdy. Um, let's play it. All right, we'll go ahead and get started with our poll winner press conference. We're joined by Chase Briscoe, driver of the number 14 highpoint.com forward for Sudhaus Racing first poll in the NASCAR Cup Series. Chase, talk a little bit about your run, winning your first poll, what that means to start uh, on the poll for tomorrow here in St. Louis at uh, Worldwide Technology. Yeah, I felt like, uh, you know, yesterday in practice, our car was, was really, really good. I felt like we were kind of a third to fifth place car. I felt like the, the 22 car was honestly probably the best car. And that first round uh, of qualifying, I felt like I didn't run a very good lap at all, truthfully. I felt like I probably wasn't going to make the top five and to see how fast it was. I knew we were going to be pretty good for the second round. And then the second round, I kind of did the opposite. I overdrove that one. So didn't think the lap was truthfully going to hold up. I felt like Reddick or Joey was going to be able to get us. But... Uh, we were able to hold it off, so super cool to uh, to be here. This is a cool racetrack. It's a cool area. There's a lot of really passionate race fans in the St. Louis area, a lot of really good dirt tracks, just racetracks in general. So I remember coming here in the truck series and always having a, a huge crowd, and it'll be the same tomorrow. So excited to, to just be a part of the inaugural event here, but it's really special to lead the field to green in front of a sold-out crowd here. So uh, looking forward to tomorrow for sure. All right, we're going to go ahead and open up the questions. We'll start with Lee. Chase, you had tremendous confidence when you came in here earlier. What gave you that feeling going into qualifying? Yeah, I felt like, you know, when I ran here in the truck series, is before they repaved it, but, uh, you know, I was really fast that, that night, too. I think I sat on the pole here in the trucks and led almost 100 laps and just got beat at the end on the strategy. So I, I felt like I had a good understanding of the racetrack. Um, and then it does, it does race a lot like Phoenix. And with this next-gen car, I feel like if you get a package pretty close at one racetrack, if you go to another similar racetrack, your car normally is pretty close. And in practice, it was it drove good. Like I said, I felt like I was anywhere from a third to fifth place car uh, if we didn't even change anything. And obviously, we made it a little bit better. So 
Yeah, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, finish it all off tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of attrition, I think, just from restarts. You know, there's a lot of opportunities to make mistakes from a downshifting standpoint and uh, just really heavy braking. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how it all plays out. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, it's obviously nice to have clean air, and hopefully we can keep it tomorrow. Yeah, outside of Indianapolis, you know, this is definitely the, the closest racetrack to my hometown. It's only, I think, three and a half, four hours. So I got a lot of family here. Uh, my cousin married a guy from St. Louis. So uh, got got a lot of family in the area. And, uh, yeah, it's cool to definitely be here. And, you know, like I said, I got a lot of them here. So hopefully can uh, put on a show tomorrow. Yeah, thank you. All right, we'll go to Bob. Uh, Bob Hawkers, Fox Sports. You've been very matter-of-fact in here, but it's your first poll. So are you? Yeah. I mean, is there any? sense of excitement or pride or anything in that or you know is it all about what you do on Sunday yeah I mean it's it's cool to be on the pole right like I, I say it all the time I never thought I would run a cup race I never thought I would even run a truck race and to be able to say you're a winner in the cup series and now to be a pole winner is is really special and then to to do it at an inaugural event is even cooler so I think it'll hit me a lot more tomorrow whenever we we roll off and there's you know not a single seat available um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for sure. But like you said, it doesn't really matter if you don't run good on Sunday. I mean, that's what pays the points. That's what, you know, you came here to do is race, not qualify. And just the qualifying is kind of, you know, icing on the cake. So yeah, I think you know, we have a, a good car that's capable of trying to win tomorrow. We just got to put it all together and minimize our mistakes. And that's something as a driver, I haven't done a very good job of this year. So hopefully I can uh, put it all together tomorrow. Uh, Caleb Bustle with Speedway Digest. Chase, uh, with this poll today, and you got your first career win at Phoenix earlier this year, uh, does that basically, do you feel like you're one of the championship favorites this year? Because so far we have no idea who's going to win this championship. Yeah, I mean, we gotta, you got to get to Phoenix, right? Like, if you don't get to Phoenix, it doesn't matter how good you are there. Um, so I, I feel like if you'd asked me that four or five weeks ago, uh, even two weeks ago at the All-Star Race, I mean, there's no way, but we kind of, got back to what we were doing at the beginning of the year, and I feel like we have our speed back. So hopefully we can continue this. You know, I agree with you. I don't think there's any championship favorite. I think there's, you know, a lot of guys that are capable. And this next-gen car is just so weird how it is. You know, one week you can be really good, and the next week you can be way, way off. So, uh, yeah, we just got to continue to get better and, and put ourselves in position to, to keep trying to run up front. If we do that and we get to Phoenix, I am confident that we can, you know, go there and battle. It's just a matter of getting there. Uh, if you don't get there and you're not one of the final four guys, it really doesn't matter how good you are there. Yeah, thank you. Now let's go back over to Lee. You grew up about three hours from here. You were at the dirt track this weekend. How, what kind of a buzz have you sensed being around race fans at the dirt track, being at the race fans here? Um, you know, with putting on this kind of an event in this area, you know, with the Midwest just kind of being in a hotbed for racing anyway, but this just really seems to have been over the top. Yeah, I would agree. I think that, you know, like I was saying earlier, this, this area in general, there is a lot of really, really passionate race fans. You know, in December when we run in the Dome downtown, you know, there's a ton of fans there. There's just, it's, you got a lot of different types of racing here. You have wing sprint car racing. You know, if you go west, you got wing sprint car racing in Illinois, you got midget racing, you got late models, modifieds. There's just a ton of big divisions and a lot of passionate people about all those divisions. And to kind of tie it all together, you know, we don't really have a racetrack around here anymore. This is this is obviously kind of in the hotbed of it all. Um, so, yeah, it's super cool to see the buzz. You know, last night at the dirt track down the road, 
there was a ton of people that were talking about, hey, we're see you Sunday. We're excited to be there. So, yeah, it's definitely cool. And, and obviously with them announcing the sellout crowd, you know, there's going to be a ton of people here. And I said it earlier to somebody, I couldn't believe just how many people were here for practice yesterday. I mean, we, we don't see that anywhere. So there's definitely a buzz. Uh, it's cool to see the city get behind it. You know, the racetrack's done a phenomenal job of, you know, putting in updates. This, this place has always been a really nice facility, and, and they've obviously went over the top to have the Cup Series here. So, yeah, looking forward to tomorrow. Hopefully it's a great race. I know the atmosphere is going to be really cool. They, they got you know, all the concerts and everything else, so it should be an awesome weekend for the fans. All right, any other questions for Chase? Very good. Chase, congratulations. Yeah, thank you, guys. Good Appreciate luck tomorrow. It. All right, Rowdy, your pole setter for the Enjoy Illinois 300, Chase Briscoe. First pole, career pole for him, and, uh, you know, will that speed translate over to the race? That's just one of many coming his way, Kyle. I, I, I see a long future for Chase. Looking forward to being part of it. I think when he uh, he gets settled into the normal sea of cut racing, we're going to see a lot more wins out of him, Kyle. Because he knows how to get to victory lane. That team's had a lot of speed this year. Uh, I mean, look at Phoenix. Um, they've been fast. Uh, they have the pit crew, so um, definitely uh, a contender. And, uh, you know, um, we'll see what happens today after 300 miles at Gateway. So, now we've got the uh, cut teams are walking in. They're uh, grabbing, bringing all their equipment. So, pit boxes are not set up yet, but the guys are getting to the track for that early start. Well, I think it's early, 2.30, what do we say, 2.42. If they're lucky, that's when they'll start, because it's usually a few minutes after. But it's not it's not my time, it's not NASCAR's time, it's TV time. So you got to play the game, TV, the people with all the money play. Yeah, Rowdy, uh, you know, after after today we'll have a winner at Gateway. Uh, who who are you liking for the, the cup race? Who do, you, who do you like for the race? Uh, you know, Kyle, we talked about the forwards. It's going to be hard not to put St. Joey Logano. Knows how to get there. Uh, if, if I'm going to be picking somebody, I, I kind of think Joey Logano. That's going to be my pick today. How about you, Kyle? Not sure, Rowdy. Um, I, I kind of agree with Joey Logano. Um, I think, you know, they said he was fast in the long run. Um, I think, you know, I think he's had they've had speed. But uh, I, I, I don't know. It, you know, it's hard because it, it's tough to base because, you know, we have this impound qualifying. And sometimes, you know, you, you have guys like Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, um, the Hendrick cars are kind of starting in the back, but I think they'll be okay for the race. I'm interested, I'm interested to see, like, it's a new race. Like, you know, we see something like Nashville last year with Kyle Larson dominating the whole race, or can we see somebody like a Ross Chastain? Or, you know, can we see a new face in victory lane? 
Um, there's just a lot going on, um, and that's what I—that's I, what—that's what's been nice about the, ne- the next-gen car. Or can we see Tyler Reddick finally get a win? Um, he's been so close to one of these races. So um, there's just a lot going on, and it just seems like uh, you know I, I kind of want to go Tyler Reddick, Rowdy. I mean, that's kind of what my gut's been telling me, <laughs> and uh, they can just put it together. They can just get it together for one week, and they can just put together one perfect race. I think Tyler Reddick's going to win a bunch here. I think you could have something there, Kyle. That's not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Well, Kyle, man, I'm getting ready. Uh, a lot of things fixing to start. Follow me on TikTok if you want to keep up with what videos I've got. Like and hit me up on that subscribe page on YouTube, Kyle. I'm, I'm at 678. 678. It's like, it's like grinding teeth. It's hard to get. But we're going to make it, Kyle. Hey, uh, Monday night, we'll be back. Looking forward to big guests lined up, too. That's, that's exactly right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we'll have more on it after the race. Thanks, Kyle, for being part of the show today. <laughs>